Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Summer Sundays are meant for freshly cut grass, ballpark dogs, and the best baseball talk you can find. So kick back with your bacon and eggs and pour yourself a mimosa while Phillies announcer Greg Murphy and Green Legion Radio's Chris Sack break down your fighting fills and take you around the league right now on Baseball Brunch. Play ball! Good morning, Philadelphia, and welcome to Bud Light Baseball Brunch, powered by Green Legion Radio, 102.5 Fox Sports The Gambler, 104.1 in the Trenton area, WDAS AM around the rest of the Delaware Valley, or just download that iHeartRadio app. You can listen to us anywhere crystal clear worldwide. We're broadcasting to, we are broadcasting to you live from yep. 1100 Social down here at 11th of Patterson at Xfinity Live, right outside of Citizens Bank Park here in South Philadelphia. Come on down and hang out with us. We're going to be here until noon, and then, uh, you know, me and Slash are going to be breaking everything down while Murph goes over and does the pregame. But uh, I'm Chris Sack with Green Legion Radio alongside my co-host, who needs no introduction at all, here in the Delaware Valley. Philly's broadcaster, Greg Murphy. What's up, Murphy? Uh, what's up? Good morning, and uh, well, welcome down to uh, South Philadelphia. Another Sunday morning uh, here at uh, eleven hundred social, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna forget all about last night, Zach. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're like an sure? Eagles cornerback. We're, we're gonna you know you got to have a short memory today. We're gonna focus forward. Think about today. Think about evening up this. Or, no, we are going to talk about last We're night. We're talking about <laughs> oh, last night. Oh, boy. All right. Well, then. Uh, Do you honestly think I'm sweeping that one I, under the I, rug? I feel like I've talked about it enough. That, they, <laughs> the Phillies really, uh, you know, they're not doing themselves any favors, obviously, with the way they're playing right now. Um, but when you look at a 500 baseball team over the course of a 162-game season, this is what you get. And, and right now, that's exactly where the Phillies are. I mean, they are an, an average baseball team in a below-average uh, division. That oh, is keeping them in it, but uh, it, it's been it's been hard to watch over Putrid, the last couple days. Pathetic. Yeah. Uh, last night was an absolute disaster. They're it not was. doing themselves any favors as far as uh, you know leading into the to the trade deadline here coming up on Saturday, Murph. Uh, now or never, it's do or die. I mean, like I don't care how the division falls out in the like next Collins seven days. Right I, yeah, I'm, I'm actually starting to adopt his mindset with this yeah. stuff. But uh, this first segment is brought to you by MCS Residential and MCS Custom Cabinetry for all your residential contracting needs. This is who you want to talk to. Everything from additions, renovations, kitchens, baths, closet organization, cabinetry, vanities, basements, everything you need. Mention the Green Legion and get 10% off of your order, regardless of how much I know I did. Reach out to them at www.mcsinc-pa.com or call them at 484-202-3656. That is www.mcsinc-pa.com or call them at 484-202-3656. Get a hold of them today. Before we dive into the Phillies from over the last week, as we go out of the box, we have tickets to give away yep. and they're great tickets to give away, Murph. As uh, you know, It's somebody that I think we all all admire and respect, and uh, you know he's going to be honored in a couple weeks coming up here at the ballpark on Alumni Weekend. Yeah, the Phillies are going to retire number 34 in honor of Rory Halladay, and uh, they're going to unveil the statue, the Hall of Fame statue, uh, out there in left field right near uh, Dick Allen's statue that just got unveiled uh, last season or two seasons ago at this point, I guess it was. So yeah, Phillies versus Mets Sunday, August 8th uh, at 105. It's part of the uh, Wall of Fame Weekend, uh, Phillies uh, Wall of Fame Weekend, and uh, it's going to be great, man. He Trio on Saturday going to be honored. David Montgomery on Friday night of, of that weekend. So uh, it's, it really will be great. We have tickets for you. And how do you get them? Well, you got to answer our trivia question. And in order to win, you have to answer in the comment section on the Green Legion Radio YouTube channel, the Green Legion Facebook page, or at our Twitter handle, at Green Legion. Here is the question. This is a tough one. Zach, you're, you're really going to make the people think today. I don't even know if you could. I guess you could Google this one, but it might take a while. Oh, you're going to Google it. Yeah. And there's no, there's no doubt about it. You're going to Google this it. Make sure, make sure you put both in the same answer. That's right. Make sure Sam's not dancing back and forth. You're going to have to put them both in the same All right. line. All right. Both answers in the same line. We're looking for two pitchers. Roy Halladay had 67 complete games during the course of his Hall of Fame career. There are two pitchers that are currently the active 
leaders for complete games thrown in a career. Active leaders. So they're playing Active. right now. Uh, complete games thrown in a career. Who are those two pitchers? Put both those pitchers' names in the same answer line. We will have the winner of the tickets for the Mets game coming up in uh, just a little bit. So good luck. Yep. And hopefully we'll have it at the top of the segment. But I, I don't know. I, I, got a, I got a feeling here, Murph, that it's going to take people a while to, uh, to get this down. So uh, actually, we are joined right now here at the table by the esteemed leader of Green Legion and Green Legion Radio, Craig Quimby Chinoski. We, we were starting to highly doubt if you were going to be showing up today, brother. Nah, I'm even sober and not hungover. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> what a, it's a win. Wow. Yeah. It's a win. God, I, I should have played that, that one. That might have been the only one we get this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, do you have anything that you'd like to add to the table right now, or are you just looking to dive into the conversation about the Phillies from the last week? Jets trip is up. Make sure you sign up. $169 for the next 15 spots. You can't miss out on that one. Cheapest we've ever offered anything. The Bahamas trip will be up tomorrow, as well nice. as the D.C. trip. Which the Bahamas trip will be the, the, the bi-week bi -week. Bahamas bender. Oh, oh, I like that name. Alliteration. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, you can't go wrong with that. And uh, I liked the, uh, the the field goal game last uh, last <laughs> night. 15-3? to three? <laughs> Yeah. Actually, I, th I went to an Eagles game before. They lost to the Giants. 15 to 3. Yeah, Atlanta's kicker was so much better than ours yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Young Hoku. Yeah. So, it sounds almost this sounds almost like a bad uh, Monday night start of a season after a Super Bowl loss. Oh god, yeah. that was absolutely <laughs> dreadful and pathetic. I know I know we want to dive into everything from the last week and and whatnot. Um, you know, over the course of uh, the, the course of this conversation here in the first segment. Uh, but I, I think Murph the, the the right place to to start is with last night. Yeah. Uh, the last night's effort. I this has to be the last time that we see Vince Velasquez make a start for the Phillies? You know what? I would, it, I would hope so. Uh, you I know, would think so. Look, it might be. It might be. This, that might have been the final time we see him uh, in, in the starting rotation in a Phillies uniform. I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, you know, the Phillies, you have to you have to have somebody pitch I know there's not a lot point. of options. Yes. Um, no, there aren't a lot of options, but, you know, if, if, if it is the last time we saw Vince, you know, you think to yourself, wow, what, what really could have been from Vince? You know, his tools are there. He certainly has the arm to pitch in the Big leagues, but for whatever reason, he could never find any kind of consistency. Tool uh, might be the key word yeah, there, <laughs> but it, you know, it, it's if if you get to know uh, Vince is such a good dude, so we, we kind of pull for him. But you can't you can't send him back out there, you know, time after time after time, and get the same results. A definition of insanity, right? You He's know, doing the same, same thing, thing over and over and over. And, over. and uh, so yeah, they're going to have to try something else. I don't know what that something else is. Maybe it's Chase Anderson coming off uh, the IL. Uh, Jesus, you know, and then on. you know maybe it's it's a trade that Dave Dombrowski makes uh, as we approach the trade deadline. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Vince. I, I don't know if he heads into the bullpen. I don't know if they you know. Just part ways. I'm not, I'm not sure. Why is everything square peg round hole with this with this franchise? Because like you know, in in college, Spencer Howard was a bullpen guy. Yeah. He was a reliever. Okay, Bailey Falter was a starter. Yet Bailey Falter is coming out of our bullpen, and Spencer Howard they're trying to create into a starter. I, I don't understand why they why they're trying to do that concept here. I know I know Bailey Falter right now is unavailable for us, but that would be a guy that I would think that should be able to make that next start. Uh, come come Thursday, uh, it's just it's it's sad that we just don't have any options at all. And then I, the one thing I don't understand too here, Murphy, before you dive in and you give your opinion on that and your thoughts, I, I don't understand how. And I know we're going to talk trade deadline in the second segment. I don't understand how the Tampa Tampa Bay Rays are you know they're vying for first place or in a wild card position. They make a trade for Nelson Cruz, but then they trade Rich Hill to the Mets. Yeah, like uh, do they? I don't think they have a bevy of of starting pitching talent there in Tampa. Why do they make that deal? Like why do they give him to the Mets an, and allow them to bolster their starting rotation? Well, here's here's what I think on that. Honestly, I think the Rays. The Rays are so good at what they do in terms of uh, finding talent, uh, creating talent, you know, um, and, and I think maybe they know something about Rich Hill that they think, look, he's not part of our present. He's not part of our future. We're going to send him off and, uh, and, and try to get something back for him because for them, it, he, Rich Hill isn't a fit for them. So they send him over to the Mets. I actually think it's kind of a good thing because if the Rays are giving up on him, generally, <laughs> then uh, they know something that, that everybody else Kind of like Blake know. Snell this year with the yeah, Padres. Yeah, I mean, look at that. You, you think there's a, what are they doing? You know, here's a guy that was at the top of his game three years ago and, and they're just kind of, you know, letting him go. 
But there, and there you have it. Blake Snell hasn't been the same guy out there in San Diego. He was Diego, risking so. his life, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he was risking his yeah. life. Yeah, well, don't get me started on that. <laughs> However, uh, you know, so so I don't know. We'll see. Rich Hill's going to throw today for the New York Mets. He's going to make uh, his uh, Mets debut today. Maybe he's not going to be any good. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't well, that be I, nice? I mean, we'll find out yeah, in our we'll pick segment uh, in the yeah. last segment. But yeah. uh, but I, I look at it like this, Murph. Over the over the last week, very disappointing week. Uh, yeah. I, I know last week we it really was. We, we finished that game real quick against the Marlins to suspend a game, uh, and then they came back. They were down four uh, two. JT had a heck of a day. Yep. Uh, off Monday, they go to the Bronx, and that was disappointing in and of itself. I mean, like in particular. Aaron Nola's start on Tuesday, and then Wednesday, they walked 11 times, but went one for 14 with runners in scoring position, and they lost in the 10th inning on a walk-off. And, and the Yankees right now, their, their lineup is not Yankee-esque. Like, no, you know, if you look at the top of all. the lineup, you know, hey, well, you know, you got LeMahieu and Stanton and, and, you know, uh, Torres and Sanchez. But, like, if you look at the guys, I couldn't even name any of those guys prior to that, to that series, that yeah. two-game set. Uh, extremely disappointing that you didn't get one of the two, and then we followed it up with a couple clunkers here against the Braves. It's been a disappointing week, especially if you want to force this front office to make moves in a week, and you're going to say, hey, John Middleton, go over the luxury tax threshold. Yeah. Hey, you know, Dombrowski, we want you to trade a couple top prospects. You are not setting them up right now to do so. It's, it, it's a disgrace with the way, especially last night, how they performed. You had to rely on Torres, who you said last week was the offensive MVP of this team. Yeah. He had to get the last five outs of the game last night. The yeah. last five outs. Yeah, and his ERA skyrocketed from zero to thirteen uh, last night too. Thirteen point five. I feel bad for the guy. 13. You know, thirteen point five. You know, he's got to. That's going to be on the back of his baseball card for the rest of his life. That's hey, at least fair. when he was on the mound, he was as tall as the rest of the players. <laughs> that was great the other night on Thursday, by the way. Segura and, and Torres. And they, they, what was it? it? Was Albies? They put Albies and Torres. They put them right next to each other, uh, back to back, like you were in uh, like yeah, elementary but, school. All right, who's taller than who? Like like my kids do to me all the time now. You know? <laughs> As they, as they blow past me in height. Um, yeah, you know, last night, you're going to have games like that throughout a Major League Baseball season. Of course. But. Wrong time. Wrong time. Exactly right. You can't throw in a clunker like they did last night uh, in the middle of, of trying to get back into this race. You know, and the, look, the Braves are the same way. The Braves, if you're down in Atlanta right now and, and sitting outside I don't know, 1,200 social down there in Atlanta and, and, and doing a show similar to ours, they're saying the same thing. Because they can't seem to get it right either, you know. They're winning one game, losing another, winning the next one, losing another. And, and it's just the way it's been for this division. And, and quite frankly, the Mets, too. The NL East is, is such a poor division. Abysmal. It's competitive. It's competitive. But it is, it is a poor division right now. It's like the only saving grace at this point. It's competitive if you consider it a junior varsity league. Yeah. And, and, and the weird thing, Quimby, is that coming into this season, I think most people would have told you it was going to be one of the best divisions in baseball. I know and, we and, did. And, yeah. I know and, we and did. It just, it just goes to show you that you really don't ever know for sure what's going to happen in between the lines. And, you know, I keep saying it over and over. The only thing we can hang our hat on uh, if you're a Phillies fan right now is that this, this Phillies team can win this particular division this particular year because of the way it's set up. So uh, I, I want to disagree with you. And, and the reason being is that this team has not done enough to bolster its starting rotation to have anything other than these clunker games, which you say you can't have. This team, as it stands right now, is no better than a 500 team. You just said it, as it stands right now. So, so with a week to go before the trade deadline, if you're, you brought up John Middleton. If you're John Middleton and you're, you're, you're watching this, are, are you going to go over? The, should you go over the luxury tax at this point? No. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are starting to have that opinion. Because you've already, you're already the fifth highest payroll in the league, and this is the product that you have yeah. on the field. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, I, until this team stops leaving runners in scoring position, that DD. Uh, dribbler back to the mound that was last tough. night. Oof. Just it, that changed the entire complexion of the game. They could have gotten back into it they right could've. there. Uh, at, you know, just don't double up. Don't double up going into your your nine hole hitter. But it until we keep talking about Vince Velasquez. Okay, we're going to keep talking about Vince Velasquez until they have another pitcher. And there is no other pitcher out there unless they're buyers. Well, yeah, and I, I wouldn't be a buyer right now. I wouldn't do it because even if you win this division, 
I, I, I don't feel like you're going to get anywhere. Okay, but but here's the thing, and 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 all I I hear you, and I I think that that is really becoming the the overwhelming sentiment around this team right now is that hey, you know what? Maybe pump the brakes on buying at this point, and and really start to try and develop the guys that are down there, and and bring some guys in, some young guys, maybe trade off some of the veteran talent that you have, but you're four games out. And if you do go, if you do go out and get a starting pitcher and a bullpen arm, can you make up that? Can you make up that ground? Now the Mets are going to be buyers too, so we'll see. But it is possible. It is possible. And and then you say to yourself, it's possible the Eagles are going to go nine and eight this year too. But it's highly unlikely. Well, if you listen to Fine. some of the idiots on sports talk radio in town, you would think they're winning eleven games. That is why we do not do sports talk here <laughs> on Fox Sports the Gambler in the Green Legion well, not, Radio not, Show no, Baseball. Brunch. We're, we're more realistic on Fox Sports the Gambler. Let's let's put, let's put bygones be bygones. On. Yeah, we have no interest in callers from uh, <laughs> uh, Manny Young. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, Fra- I, Frank from Roxborough. I just think you I know think, what I would do. I I think Dave Dombrowski is in a very uh, difficult situation. Look, he was asked yesterday afternoon um, after they in, uh, introduced their number one pick this year, Andrew, Andrew Painter. Painter. Um, he was asked by reporters uh, where the front office stood. And, you know, without saying it, he pretty much said, look, we're, we're going to be aggressive. We're going to go out and make some moves. We're going to bring some some people in here. Now, and I was before last, night, last night's loss, 15-3. to three, um, But, you know, Dave Dombrowski was brought here to Philadelphia for one reason and one reason only, and that was not to start a rebuild. It was to get this team to the postseason in the next couple of years, and that's what he's going to try and do. So I think you're going to see them be buyers. I'll still be, unless unless they lose seven straight this week, I think you're going to see them be buyers. I also look at it like this, too. I mean, like really in reality, if you go over to luxury tax threshold for the first time, the, the penalties aren't that bad. Like, it, it, like, it, like, really, you have to look at it from that context. Yeah. The thing is about this team is what you thought was a strength coming into the season with your big three with Wheeler, Nola, and Eflin has turned out to be a big disappointment outside well, of Wheeler. I mean, Wheeler's been phenomenal. and It Nola, was a strength. No, it was. It, it is no longer no, a strength. Nola, the it, yeah. But that's the problem, though, because instead of them going in, going into this trade deadline and saying, well, all right, listen, we can add a, you know, a, a fourth or fifth starter to the rotation – um, you know, to go along with Eflin, Nola, and Wheeler. Now, Nola, the wheels have been falling off on him for a while. He's had a couple good starts. He had a great moment with, with the Mets where he struck out 10 batters in a row, but he has not been Aaron Nola. You have to fix Aaron Nola before we can think about anything else. Now, if you want to give up some B-level prospects and take on some money, I've got no problem with that. But when I'm hearing people say, oh, well, the other day, and this was a report that they had, uh, Johan Rojas and Bryson Stock got pulled from the game, and, and so did uh, you know, like uh, Chris Bryant. Like, come on, man. Like, really, let, let's be serious here. We don't need to do anything with the lineup, in my opinion. We don't need to do anything there. Everything's fine within the lineup. It's the starting rotation and maybe a guy in the back end of the bullpen, especially with Sam Coonrod being shut down again the other day. I mean, that, that's not good news with the elbow issue. It, there's so many issues. All right, I, I don't think getting an arm in the starting rotation and an arm in the bullpen is going to fix the problems this team has. Nola is no better than a two or a three at this point. Eflin is no better than a four or a five, and they're both in a position where they are held more accountable as a one and a three. You have Mickey Moniak, who we've been all waiting to come up. He comes up and... Pfft, you're waiting for Alec Bohm, who was your what number one overall pick? He was a yeah, he was the third pick of the draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, well, he he's had some bright moments. His but power has been inconsistent. Yeah, this whole, he's, he's, he's just, this whole team is inconsistent. Aaron Nola, all right. First of all, if if you're dubbed as the ace of this team, then you have to have some degree of consistency. And he has not had that. He did not have it last year. He didn't have it the year before. And he certainly doesn't have it this year. So, you know, we make fun of Vince Velasquez, but Vince Velasquez is to Aaron Nola as Aaron Nola is to Vince Velasquez. Neither one of them are living up to their expectations. I think, I think that is absolutely true, that Aaron's not living, living up to the expectation right now. But, you know, he could go out there today and dazzle, right? He could. He's done it before. He could, he could do it again. And, and, I mean, and I can go out and shot. shoot an 82 right. at Riverwinds and shoot 95 you the next can't day. Shoot an 82, ah, brother! I can shoot an 82 all day. Does this sound like a challenge? Uh, you do and you I play? Have, yeah. Do I play? Come on! Yeah, that's right. You, you don't do anything else. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I golf. That's all I do. <laughs> I'm, I'm an unemployed golfer. 
Uh, but yeah, look, I, I hear you. I'm, I'm not arguing any point you just made because it's all true. You can't argue it. The the definition of a 500 team, and this is what we started with. The definition of a 500 team is is a team that is completely inconsistent, and that's what we're seeing from the Phillies right on down to to their top players. But I do think that if if Aaron Nola can figure some things out, you know, th- this division this division is so flawed. If the Phils are in any other division, they are sellers. But because they're in the NL East, you you have to consider being buyers because this division still is up for grabs. It is. I, you can say what you want. Now, if the Mets go out and add you know three marquee talents in the next three or four days, maybe they, they run away with it. I don't know. I don't. I don't see it. I think. I think it's a three-team race, and I think it's going to continue to be a three-team race right on through September. And if we're in a pennant race, and 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 fans start to come out and fill this ballpark, that's good for the franchise, and and that's the way they have to look at it. Eighteen separate times this year, they've been five hundred. Yeah, it's crazy. Eighteen separate times. I like and to see it. It's like, and, it's like it's today. Like, and you know what? You know what the Phillies are. A very good basketball game. Yeah, yeah, back and forth. The leads are changing. They've never been more than four games above five hundred this year. And they've never been more than four games under 500 this year. I mean, think about that. We're, we're almost 100 games in, and, and that is where they are. Right there, four and four, back and forth. You know what I take from all of it? Besides the fact that we have to go to break? <laughs> I'm going to whoop your ass on a golf course. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you don't do anything either, so you're probably right. <laughs> so, sounds like with the trade deadline coming up, the Phillies do need some insurance. And so do you. Life is full of surprises. Some good, some not so good. That's why your State Farm agent is there with good neighbor service and surprisingly great rates for everyone. Yep, that's right. At State Farm, you get great service and great rates with every policy. So you can be prepared for all life surprises. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. When you want the real deal, call Dave Bavuso, State Farm Agency, 856 856- 740-5012. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. Coming up, we were, we're going to talk and we're going to dive further into Major League Baseball's trade deadline, which is next Saturday, July 31st. Make sure you guys follow us here again for our second segment on 102.5 Fox Sports The Gambler. We are Bud Light Baseball Brunch. Oh, welcome back. The next sip, a small plastic drink pouch that frees your hands while you keep your beverage in the ready position. N-E-C-K, next sip. Time to free up those hands and wear your drink, everyone, and hold any beverage, even bottles, cans, and snacks. Text with both hands and drink at the same time. Visit nextsip.com and visit them at nextsip. Customize it any way you want. Perfect for sporting events. Philly born and USA made. Only $5 each, 15% off when you use the code GreenLegion. Again, visit nextsip.com and follow them at nextsip. All right. Welcome back to Bud Light Baseball Brunch here on 102.5 Fox Sports The Gambler as we go into our second segment here. And uh, before we dive into any content as far as our trade deadline is concerned, uh, I want to go ahead and give the answer uh, to our trivia question. Tough trivia question. It was a tough one this week. Uh, Roy Roy Holiday had thrown 67 complete games over the course of his Hall of Fame career. Who were the two current active leaders in complete games? I got one of them. You did get one of them. It was pretty, pretty much spot on. Adam Wainwright. Is second. So you got Adam Wainwright and Justin Verlander, yep. who, you, who you had guessed correctly. Uh, a lot of guesses uh, from people with Clayton Kershaw, mm-hmm. uh, who's at 25. So all he needs is one more, and then he's tied with the other two right okay. there. And uh, Scherzer was another near miss that, that people had as well. Yeah, all so. good guesses. Uh, yeah, you, you forget about Adam Wainwright and how good it's he is. easy to forget. Been. He is easy to forget, but man, oh man, what a career he's And he's had. come up with some yeah. great moments in, this, in particular yeah. in October. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean yeah, he, he saved us from the Mets winning the World Series in 2006. So, uh, well, you know what? And for that, we should all thank Adam all, Wainwright. Yeah, <laughs> always for sure. I agree. Uh, <laughs> fantastic. Awesome. So uh, why don't we dive in, Murph, here. We have a week away, less than a week now yep. uh, to the tra- Major League Baseball trade deadline, which is next Saturday, July 31st. Um, so I know we kind of got into it with Quimby here um, in the first segment, but uh, you know, let's let's talk a little bit about, uh, about the Phillies. Uh, what what potential needs we're looking at? I mean, I, th- I think we all can agree that we need to add another starter to this rotation. Uh, what quality starter do we need? An ace level starter? I don't think a lot of them are out there right now. Uh, but I think you need a guy that's going to at least be able to have the ability to give you five six innings a night, as compared to what they're doing right now. Did you know? Did you know? And I know I know we talked about this last week that Matt Moore. The Phillies were 7-1 in his starts. A guy actually bet $50,000 on Thursday night for the Phillies to win that game. No, I did not know bet that. Bet $50,000 to win $65,000, and he lost, obviously. I mean, what the hell are you thinking? 
as far as placing $50,000 on any game Matt Moore. Hey, no, well, I mean, because you're, you're looking at the team being 7-0 and and playing well behind them. And does that, he actually watch the games, though, well, or does I, he just look at the numbers? Hey, look, hey, Matt Moore's kept this team in games a lot more than some of the other guys have over the course of this season. I, since he's been back in the rotation, he, you know, he wasn't very good his last start. But uh, but 50000 I mean, hey, if you got $50,000 to throw down on uh, on a Matt Moore start, and God bless you, I wasn't man. sure if it was what, Floyd What Mayweather. are we doing wrong, right? Yeah, I, think, I, I thought that was a Floyd Mayweather bet. But, uh, man, oh, man. But I think we, I think we both can agree. Uh, another starting pitcher, you know, maybe the third or fourth quality ill, because eventually at some point here we're going to get back Zach Eflin. I'd like to think that we're going to get him yeah, back. I, healthy, I, I hope. I know Sam Fold was talking, uh, you know, the other day that uh, he thinks he's going to be on the lower end of the recovery scale there. Uh, so they think they should have him back. He might miss two or three starts and then return. Yeah, I, and, and we talked to Joe about it yesterday, and Joe said that uh, Zach did tell him he was feeling much, much better, which is a good sign. I think he's eligible to come back on the Tuesday. tendonitis? Yeah, it's that, you know, it's that knee pain is what they described it as. And, you know, he's been he's dealt with that in his career. It's something that, you know, he's going to have to deal with uh, for, for the rest of his career. It's, it's manageable. He's a big dude. He's a big, he is. And, you know, and, and pitching obviously puts a lot of strain on those knees. So, uh, for whatever reason, it, it acted up on him, but um, hopefully he comes back and hopefully you know, uh, he he didn't have very good command the last time out, but you can you can almost trace it right back to, to his legs at that point. Hopefully, if he's if he's feeling better, then he gets back to the way he was pitching, you know, earlier this year because they need they need obviously Eflin to be good, um, and and they need yeah to your point they need another guy to come in and pitch well, uh, whether it be via trade or or what have you. Um, I think it's going to have to be a trade at this point uh, because I don't think they have anybody in the system that can really uh, be that consistent guy coming in to pitch in that you know fourth spot in the rotation. So um, yeah, I think I think it's their number one need at this point. And and it's funny because early in the season I think we all would have said bullpen. We talked about center field. It just goes to show you how long a baseball season is. It's because your needs change over the course of of the uh, things the crop up. For sure. Yeah, and and starting pitching. Well, I mean this is a league where you need pitching. It always has been, always will be. You need guys to pitch. Where did this all go awry? And why has it been this so long? long? Yeah. I, you know, I, I, look, I get there's down years, and I get there's rebuilding years. Down decade. And, but it is. It's been a down decade. And the unfortunate element about this, and you say, okay, you know, what if they go on a seven-game streak or, or ten-game yeah, streak or something like that? It, to me, right now... It's. I believe the the GP of Philadelphia is just expecting this team to be nothing more than average at this point. And I honestly got to tell you, it's going to take them winning a few more than seven games or eight games or putting on a stretch for this town to start believing, not necessarily yeah. in the players, but just in the franchise itself. Yeah, I, I think you're right about that. Uh, you know, we keep going, I, I keep going back to the same thing. The, the difference this year that maybe it would be in a different year, if they do, and again, huge if, they, they haven't even sniffed seven games this year in a row, but if they were to go on a, on a streak like that, uh, they, they would probably take over first place in the division, and that will get people excited. You know, if they were if they were just winning games and still trailing in the division, uh, I, I don't think that, I don't know that even, the team. Would I, get I, I even think even uh, even winning seven games wouldn't even get anybody excited that to that degree and taking over first place because the Phillies were uh, in position in first place in August uh, in, that's in, in eighteen fair point. and nineteen. Yeah, fair and point. Here's another element that it it, it this team to me right now, isn't endearing to the fan base. Not like it was when we were on that fantastic run from about 2005 wow. on. Because yeah. we it was homegrown talent. We don't have much homegrown talent. Every, bunch of mercenaries. The, the, reason why we're, the reason why we're the fifth highest payroll in the league and playing average is because they went out and bought everything they have. They, they, don't have they had to. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, you know, it, I, I think there's a problem that's been bred that's going to take a, a, a while to fix. I mean, can't even sell out a Yankees Sunday game. You're you're absolutely 100 percent correct. Oh. And and the problem and it, is the you know the problem has been building for for years. You could probably go back to 2010, 2011, 2012 when when it all started to kind of you know the the franchise players were getting older and, and things were starting to turn over and they weren't able for whatever reason to kind of harness that momentum get some other young talent into the system and and bring them through um then then the rebuild you know you tear it all down and you start the rebuild and it didn't work the rebuild did not work and that 
is probably the worst thing that can happen in sports is when you when you you know you think about the 76ers can you imagine you know if the 76ers if they never get to the finals after the process and all it, it, you're going to look oh, back we and know. Be like, yeah, yeah it, we don't we don't want to talk about the process right. on our show there's no <laughs> reason to bring diaz in this yeah, right now we don't need to <laughs> but he was on vacation this past week when we you deal with him. when you embark on a rebuild in sports you you do it because you believe 100% that when you're done the rebuild, you're going to have sustained success for a good period of time. The Phillies aren't there. Now, if there's one guy, if there's one guy that can fix it, it Dave Dombrowski's done this before. And I think getting him in here, you got to give him a little time. Obviously, he's only been here a couple of Since months. Since December. Yeah, but, but, but Dave Dombrowski is a guy that has a track record, record proven track record over four different franchises that, that he's been able to fix it. So, John Middleton says, you know, the Buck family says, go get Dave Dombrowski, bring him here, and try and fix this as quick as we can. Uh, you know, can he fix it this year? I don't know. I don't know if he can, but but can he fix it over the next couple of years? I, I, I believe he can. Murph, you know? put, put on your GM cap here for me for a minute, all okay. right? So w- what do you think? Do you honestly think, like, within this division, yeah, is the division winnable if they can string some wins together and they, and they make a couple moves? Uh, absolutely. I mean, and that's th- a good thing. Th- that's a good thing to have. But the thing is, is it worth the Bryson Stotts, no. the Johan Rojas, no. the uh, you know uh, the, the Mick Abels, like th- these you're going to wind names, up mortgaging the, the possibility. That's, that's not going to happen, and they, and they should not because that's I, I not going to happen. I think Dombrowski, I think Dombrowski has enough clout to where he can talk Middleton into spending more money and going over the luxury tax threshold. But I think even Dombrowski has to think that these guys, these these few valuable assets that they have, including Andrew Painter now, uh, who was introduced yesterday here at the ballpark, they. they they need to still keep the future in mind because Absolutely. as these guys continue to age and they and you know like right now we have JT in his prime, Bryce in his prime, Zach Wheeler in his prime, Nola when he's going well in his prime, we we can't just sit here and sit there and go all right well we need to add this this piece or this piece and we got to mortgage these guys away like to me they have to do they have to play with those B level C level prospects and bring in guys like none nothing earth shattering like if you want to make a move for Craig uh, Craig Kimbrell. From what I'm hearing, is it's not going to cost you much as long as you take on the money. Yep, that, and that's what they're going to do. Which I'm fine with. Right, I'm and absolutely fine as, with that. As am I, and I, and I think that's exactly. Look, everything you're saying is is spot on, and and Dave Dombrowski knows that. John Middleton knows that. The, the, the people in the front office, they know that. They they can't mortgage what little you know real talent they have down there in the in the minor leagues. And that's a good just talent, for a man. chance, just for a chance to win this year. They're not going to do that. That's not what's going to happen. What's what could happen is that they take on salary, is that they 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 get some guys that are under team control for a couple of years and, and they swap out some some other, you know, B and C level talent out of the minor leagues and take on and take on salary to make this team better today. If they're going to be buyers, I would be shocked if it's done any other way than that way. So I don't you're not going to trade Bryson Stott. You're not. They're not going to do that. They're not going to trade Mick Abel. They're not going to do it. And everybody, we're out here on the corner of 11th and Patterson here at Xfinity Live. You're listening to Chris Sack and Greg Murphy talking the tough baseball questions that we need answered right now. Not, uh, of course, and I, I think we all know what the needs are with the Phillies, but why don't we talk a little bit about uh, around the league here, Murph. Okay. And, uh, you know, it's a, so, uh, the Cubs. The Cubs are obvious sellers. Yep. All right? they, the core of their franchise looks like it's all going to be dissipated. I mean, like, you know, I, I don't want to include Kimbrell, but the Javi Baezes, the, the Chris Bryants, perhaps an Anthony Rizzo, yeah. uh, a, a Wilson Contreras, guys like these right now are being floated about in, in Major League Baseball circles for the next week. And uh, I, I'm sitting here right now, and it, it, it stinks. Because, like, I, I remember what that run was like for the Cubs, and I, I, you said it last week, Chicago's your favorite city uh, to visit, and as is mine. And, uh, you know, like, I, I know how much Wrigleyville was loving what they had. It was awesome. And, it was good for baseball, but really. Now, but now it's, now it's about to be gone in about a week. And, uh, but, the, but these guys are high-priced uh, eventual free agents like Baez and Chris Bryant. Um, where do you think that we're going to wind up seeing these guys? I mean, I, I don't want to say. I, I think uh, I think I know, I know. What, what you're thinking, but you know, Chris Bryant potentially could be a New York Met, and that's one thing that we could not have happened. <sighs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, and I do think it's a possibility. I think I certainly think the Mets and their new ownership, um, they're going to be well. We know they're going to be buyers, and and uh, they've already made a couple small purchases, and they're probably going to be looking for more. Yeah, Chris Bryant could be a New York Met, and if that happens. 
That's uh, that's not good news for the Phils. But, uh, you know, you also could head over to the American League. There's a couple of American League teams that are kicking his tires as well. So, you know, as a Phillies fan, you hope that, that Bryant uh, moves out. You know, it, you, you talk about the Cubs, and they do have, you know, these, those guys are franchise you know, players. Those guys are, are going to be Cub legends forever because they brought the World Series back to Chicago. Um, it, it, it's similar to a 2012-2013 Philadelphia, you know, where, where we, we started watching the pieces that had brought so much excitement and joy to Philadelphia. Falling apart. Start to, yeah, start to go. It happens to every franchise. The, the best franchises, the franchises that, uh, that have it all figured out, they never let it, you know, kind of come all crashing down. They're able to, to kind of, you know, stay middle of the pack and then get back up there. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if the Cubs can do that. I don't think so. I think they're going to have to tear it all down, and they're going to be a bad team for a couple of years. Now, the Yankees sit three and a half out right now in the American League wild card. Uh, they're eight games behind both the Rays and the Red Sox. Uh, you know the Red Sox are going to be buying. They're probably going to be more inclined to look towards the starting pitching market. Uh, but the Yankees, th- there's no chance on God's green earth that the Yankees are going to be sellers. They're no. going to be adding some pieces here coming up at the deadline. Yep. It's just a matter of who or what they're going to be adding to that to that roster. Yeah, and so if you're starting pitching for them as right. well. And again, you know, I made the, the the comment about if you're sitting in Atlanta, you're having the same conversations we are having right now here in Philadelphia. If you're sitting as a Yankee fan, you're having the exact same conversations. What you know, I mean, the Yankees are not a good baseball team you're right they will absolutely be buyers at the trade deadline there there's no way the yankees are going to be sellers they're going to buy they're going to hope to get better they're going to hope to get uh, one of the wild card spots and, and take their chances but um you know the yankees are are always going to be in the mix for for the top players in the top town so speaking of top players in top town yeah. can somebody please accidentally run over freddie freeman with their vehicle <laughs> I actually Freddie like Freeman. I like Freddie. Look, he's, I, he's a Philly killer, but I. Oh man, he but is. he's got a great personality. He does. To him. He's awesome. Hey, he's a free look, agent after the hey, season. Hey, for the right price, I got it covered. He's yeah. a, not gonna lie. He's a free agent hey, after the season, so yeah, he might not have better. put up with him anymore. Don't don't run him over. Get, you know, bring bring. Well, no, I mean, you got you got, yeah, Dak, you got Dak Prescott a little cheaper after a leg snapped. <laughs> you know, who knows. <laughs> The Washington Nationals. You are not right. <laughs> Murph, when have you known anything to be right? No, well, that's true. That is and and true. make sure, everybody, you do subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash thegreenlegion. So even if you're not out here at the hot corner during Sunday baseball listening to Chris Sack and Greg Murphy, you can listen to any past episodes any time. And we're going to be here plenty in August. A yeah. bunch of times in August, for I'll, sure. I'll tell you what, I hope this weather continues in August. I agree. In, in July in, in Philadelphia, oh, man. man, it's gorgeous. Yeah. You here. just jinxed it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that and... And then Mother Nature, but Murph, real quick, I want to get yeah. your opinion. Uh, the Nationals sit seven games out in the National League East. Uh, they, they have three teams between them and first place. I mean, obviously the Mets are in first, and then us and the Braves. Uh, Max Scherzer, uh, like they have to make a decision because yeah. Scherzer's going to be a free agent after the season. Yeah. Do you see Mad Max getting traded by Saturday? Because I mean, he's a franchise icon with the Nationals. I know, and uh, I, 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 you know, I. I still think, creeps me out. I think they out. want to hold him. Hey, man, there's was, there was different color That's eyes for sure. Cool, I think. But. Yeah, I agree. I know we're not supposed to judge anymore, but he still creeps me out. <laughs> looks, like the zo- looks like the first stage of the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, guess what? He he would look pretty good in the Phillies uniform with the one brown eye. Well, and one that. Please be the walking dead up here. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think the Nationals can get the Red Sox and the Yankees to I bid agree. against one another totally to agree. make that move, and then they can improve their farm system. It's not bad in Washington, but I, th- I think those two are going to be sitting there really uh, laying yeah. down a heavy hand this week for him. I, I agree. I think Max Scherzer does get traded. I really, I, you know, it, it. the Nationals are a, realist, a realistic uh, franchise, I believe, and they know that uh, they're not going to be winning anything. Uh, Steven Strasburg is probably not going to be back this year. He had another step back. I think Max Scherzer is in a different uniform come next week, which, which might be uh, one of the biggest moves of the trade deadline. Can you imagine him going to the Red Sox and them getting Chris Sale back in August? Yeah, the, the Red Sox. <sighs> I know you. I know you said they stink. <laughs> they were my dark horse, <laughs> but know. Uh, you know who doesn't stink? Cherry Hill Triplex, That's the premier true. New Jersey Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Kia, Mitsubishi, and Ram dealers serving South Jersey and all of the Delaware Valley. They have a huge selection of new and used vehicles from which to choose. Cherry Hill Triplex online and offline customers enjoy vehicle specials every day. We offer Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Kia, Mitsubishi, and Ram service and parts and online inventory 
inventory and outstanding financing options, making Cherry Hill Triplex the preferred dealer serving the entire Delaware Valley. Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Kia, Mitsubishi, and Ram buyers, get ready and set up a test drive. Visit us in Cherry Hill, New Jersey today. Coming up in our next segment, our final segment for this uh, for this morning here, uh, we are going to give you our picks for today's Major League Baseball action. How did Murph fare last week? Did he oh, make up any yeah, ground against the sack attack? You'll find out right after this, right here on Bud Light Baseball Brunch. The company is the premier vintage sports clothing and collectibles retail store in the tri-state area. Visit www.buckscountybaseballco.com or stop by their Bristol, PA location. Items from the Phillies, Eagles, Sixers, Flyers, and so much more. Again, visit www.buckscountybaseballco.com or stop by their Bristol, PA location. The showroom is huge. The website, even bigger. Bucks County Baseball Company, the name in Philly for vintage sports. And if you like that, come in music. That was Panama by the Hooters. <laughs> we need more Hooters on the show. Uh, welcome back for our final <laughs> segment. <laughs> welcome back for our final segment Thanks, here Bert. this Sunday morning. <laughs> Everybody, Bud that Light was ba- not me. <laughs> uh, Bud Light Baseball Brunch. Uh, fantastic morning out here. Beautiful, beautiful morning here uh, down here at uh, 11th and uh, Patterson here at the Sports Complex. Make sure you guys stop on over. This is Chris Sack with Green Legion Radio alongside Phillies broadcaster Greg Murphy. Make sure you guys stop on over and check us out and uh, grab a drink here at the bar before you guys go in, uh, go into uh, this afternoon. They're less expensive over here. Well, it is less go. expensive, yes, for sure. Before if, you guys head into the ballpark for Phillies Braves this if, afternoon. If you're on the number 17 bus right now, let's pass it. Hop off. Come on in. <laughs> have a drink and then get back on the yeah, yeah, It'll no. be back around again. No, no need to go back to the Naval Yard. <laughs> All right, so with, with that, no further ado here. Right yeah. Now, we are going to have to go into our picks. Lay our it out six there. pack of picks for this week, Murph. Uh, Murph made up some ground last week, and uh, you piggybacked. You had to make four picks last week, and you piggybacked the Blue Jays for a doubleheader victory. Kudos That's right. to you. Your one loss last week, and you still have not had a perfect week this season. I'm <laughs> just going to put that out there. Uh, the, the Dodgers did did not perform yeah. well. They lost to the Rockies. The that, Dodgers lost to the Rockies. That, yeah, they struggled with them the last two weekends at home and away. Uh, and I went one and two. So Murph now sits at 21, 22, and one. And I'm 24 and 20 on the season, so you're still making money with me, and you're still losing money with Murph. So uh, yeah. until this week, I, I'm feeling good. You, you feel good every week. <laughs> I'm what they call an optimistic better. That's what, that's what I am. Right up until I, right until the game's over, then I'm like, which is a polite euphemism for broke. <laughs> yes, exactly right. Exactly All right, Murph, right. go ahead. Give me your first pick for this Sunday. All right, so the uh, San Diego Padres are down there in uh, South Florida today. They're taking on the Miami Marlins. Uh, Padres lost last night to the Marlins. I think the final was 3-2 in that one. I think uh, they right the ship today do the uh, do the Padres. You Darvish on the mound for uh, San Diego. I think it's a bullpen game for Miami. I didn't I didn't see who they Oof. were starting. Yeah. So uh, they're minus 137. I say take San Diego, take the Padres on uh, getaway day to win that one and win that one pretty big. All right. Well, I'm, I'm liking the Oakland A's again this week. I, right. I, I know they lost for me last week, but uh, it's a four-game set in Seattle. Uh, the A's won on Thursday. They've lost the last two in Seattle. I, I right now they're they're battling for uh, second place right there in a wild card position uh, down you know, out there in the American League West. Uh, so the Mariners have been a big surprise. Seven games over five hundred. Yeah. They're yeah. they're a good team. Uh, I'm, I'm taking the A's. Uh, the Cole Irvin, Swerving Irvin. Uh, God, uh, we gave him away for next to nothing, and the guy is having a heck of a year uh, pitching for the A's. I'm going to go along with him today. I'm going to take the A's minus 130 at Seattle coming up this afternoon. All right, go Mariners. Uh, all right, <laughs> <laughs> Mets and Blue Jays. You no, know, I never root against you. Uh, yes, you do. <laughs> What, what yeah, just listen to him off air. <laughs> yeah, right. Gosh, I guess you read my mind. <laughs> Mets and Blue Jays uh, today and uh, games in New York. Uh, look, both both offenses for these two teams are, are swinging the bats. I mean, the Blue Jays have a terrific uh, offensive team. The, is... the Mets are really starting to hit the, the, hit the baseball right now. Ross Stripling versus Rich Hill making his Mets debut as we talked about. Rich Hill has probably the best nickname in baseball. I don't know if I can say it here on air, but <laughs> if, if you don't know, look it up. It's fantastic. Okay, there you go. Uh, but uh, Mets and Blue Jays over eight and a half today. I'm taking the over. I think I think they're going to put some runs up against uh, Stripling and Hill. Uh, I'm not sold on Rich Hill. Uh, you know, like we said, we talked about the Rays are just kind of giving them away. Why? Well, because the Rays probably know something. So uh, give me the over eight and a half uh, Mets and Blue Jays. Today. I'm, I'm sticking with that game. I'm not taking a side though. I, I, I am taking a side. All right. Like, I'm not going over under on this game. I'm taking the Blue Jays. There you go. All right. But, How did the Mets do for you last week? 
Uh, the Mets came back. Remember, they were down yeah. six nothing, and they came back to win that game. Yeah, I know. I was, I was on. I was going zero and three last week, and then they came back. I wasn't rooting for it. Yeah, but I, I would have taken the zero and three week if we would have made up a game. Come on, man, you know me better than that, Murph. But uh, I know I, you don't. <laughs> you want to win? I get it. I know. I, I do want to. That's why I can't bet on the Mets. I can't do it. I'm a winner. Yeah, I want winners like Mike Singletary. All said, right. So okay? you like the Blue Jays? Right, so I like the, the sound so of that. So the Blue Jays and the Mets are both minus one oh eight. Okay, it's Rich Hill's debut. I'm taking. I love that Blue Jays lineup, man. It is so deep. Uh, they are an unbelievable hitting team. They got Springer's back. He's healthy now. He made that unbelievable catch wow. that you showed me. Yep. Uh, you know, before we went on air today, I'm taking the Blue Jays at minus 108 up there at City Field. Uh, which I hate that ballpark. It's it's it's, it's an homage to more to the Dodgers than it is to the Mets franchise. That shows you how pathetic they are. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that ballpark either. I would agree with you on that. Well, I mean, it's it, it's a. It, if it was an air, it's better than the Nationals Park, though. It is better than that park. That park's the worst. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I'll give I'll give City Field credit, man. There's no shootings that happen outside the third base gate. <laughs> okay, okay. So we'll take that. Uh, but that's my pick, Blue Jays. All right. So uh, and my third pick, uh, this one. Okay, you talk about low hanging fruit. I'm grabbing it. I'm grabbing all of it right now. Uh, Astros. I, I've been living off teams playing the Rangers, and that's like the only wins I can get. Uh, the Texas Rangers are a bad baseball team, uh, and and Houston is playing really, really well right now. Uh, I love the Astros over Texas today. They're minus 219. you got Zach Greinke on the hill for the Astros, so uh, give me Houston all day long, and uh, look, pluck, pluck, pluck. I'm taking it. Man. All right? Minus 219. All right. I'm going to say go Rangers on that one, but uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my, See what I mean? my, la- my last pick. Fa- my favorite emoji <laughs> right here. <laughs> Shocker. My last pick is Diamondbacks Cubs. Uh, they, they, had 11, right. they had 11 runs scored on Ooh. Friday. They had 10 runs scored yesterday. Today's over-under is over 9. The weather's beautiful in Chicago today, 84 degrees. It's going to be Which perfect. way is the wind blowing? Uh, I didn't look that far into where it was blowing at Wrigley, but I'll tell you what. Nonetheless, the ball's going to be going out of the ballpark yeah, going today. Over. I'm going over. Overnight. I took one under this year. I've, I, every other uh, one, I've, I've gone over. Which so. is so weird because offense was down the, for the first half of the season. And I was yet, hitting big. I know you were. I was hitting big on those you earlier were. in the season. So uh, Wait, so did you take two overs? No, you took the Mets. I t- yeah. I took the A's, the Blue Jays, and the over nine for the got Diamondbacks Cup. So right. what were your three again, Mark? All right, so I got the Padres. I've got the over in the Mets-Blue Jays game, and I got the Astros over the Rangers. All right. And without further ado, let's go ahead into our favorite part of the week. Can you believe it? All right. Every time. Love it, love it, love it. This time, every Sunday. Uh, Murph, two things that we found interesting from this past week in Major League Baseball. Give me your first one. All right, so uh, there's so many good things out there happening right now. Again, baseball is is a sport that... Something happens each year, each day, each week that uh, you've never seen before, and we continue to see it, you know, 100-plus years into, into this great game. So uh, the first one I've got for you, how about this? Vlad Guerrero Jr., who has done so many amazing things this year, ties Cody Bellinger and Joe DiMaggio as the only players 22 years or younger to have 32 home runs through 92 games in a season. 22 years or younger. Joe D., I mean, Cody Bellinger, you know, had a monster rookie season, but uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. having having an awesome season as well at uh, in his twenty two age year, and uh, it's it's good to see. Anytime you're on a list with Joe DiMaggio, right? Oh man, yeah. yeah. Well, it just shows the type of year he's been having. So yeah. I'm going to go with another young gun. Juan Soto has ten multi home run games. That's tied for the second most by a player before 23. The wow. only player with more is Eddie Matthews with 13. There you go. I, again, another dynamic young player. And uh, how about what he said at the at the home run derby where he said, "I'm gonna this is gonna fix my swing." And wouldn't you know he's it? Unbelievable. He's, he is on, he's fire on fire right now. I think he was at five or six home runs since the All Star or since yeah, the All Star yeah. game. I, so, I have one. Huh? A yeah. little person gives up a 700 foot shot to the left field fence last night in the Phillies game. <laughs> 
Stop it. I have a can you believe it? Quimby actually showed up not hungover today. There you go. That That is can hard to believe. believe it? Can <laughs> you believe it? Murph, give me your second one. <laughs> yeah. All right, how about this? I'm uh, going to be so hungover next time. <laughs> and, and, and this this one is specifically for you. I, I should not, with Quimby here, I shouldn't even go here, but I'm, I'm going to. Uh, the San Francisco Giants have reached 60-plus wins in their first 95 games for the first time since 1993. Captain Coke. And you know what? And you know what happened in 1993? They collapsed down the stretch and the Braves beat them. All right. It will they got into the playoffs. We'll They're going to collapse. They're going to collapse. We'll see. Fernando Tatis Jr. became the fastest player to reach 50 home runs and 50 stolen yeah. bases in his career. Yeah. And he's just getting started. Baby. He is just getting started. And you know what? How good is he for the game of baseball? I mean, just the way he interacts when he when they were here in Philadelphia, Every single game, Fernando Tatis came out uh, after BP and stood signing autographs for, for, for kids, for young fans, for about 20 minutes each game. It's fantastic. Here, and each the time game. the fanatic was heckling him, it was great. Yeah, yeah. Gotta love well, you got to love that, too. But Fernando Tatis is exactly what the game of baseball needs right now. Uh, you know, And added all, all the other young guys we're talking about, uh, he, he's been outstanding. And, again, fun to watch. Fun to watch. Murph, you sure. know what happened six years ago today? No. Cole Hamels threw his no-hitter in his oh. last start as a Philly. Is that at was Wrigley that? Field. Oh, and guess who took a group to that game? Yeah, you did. No, you yeah, did. We did. Yeah, you did. You yeah, were, we did. We were in Chicago, but we were at the game on Sunday. Yes, yep. and so many were at the game on Saturday. Including me. Yeah. Yes. That's and, right. But you know what? Six years from thanks, tomorrow. Thanks, You know what? Six years Way from, to ruin a perfectly <laughs> good lie. <laughs> you know what? Six years from tomorrow, actually, it was, Murph. The first time you got to meet me on the rooftop when you did your spot with That's NBC right. Sports Philadelphia. I, because of Quimby, he, I, got, yeah. the, he got my I gotta mom send you and dad. The my, I still yeah, have to send you do. the picture. I will. Yeah, mom and dad up on the rooftop. Uh, my, my sons, Matthew and Colin, their first time at Wrigley up on the rooftop as well, thanks to the Green Legion. And, uh, yeah, I, I remember going out there doing a hit. I think Rob Ellis was out there with you guys. Am I right about that? Was Rob uh, Ellis or was that a different time? I believe he I think he was. was. I think yeah. he was, yeah. And, uh, yeah, well, you guys had an awesome Oh, crew. he was with us at, the, well, he came to Irish Oak. Okay. Uh, just to hang out. He was friends with Bayless. Oh, okay. Eric Bayless. There you go. And, uh, or, I, thought, or, I thought he was at that. Yeah. yeah. And, it, yeah. So, anyway, now, good, well, good memories. Just, uh, can you believe it for that real quick before we wrap up the program? Best Chicago Cubs game ever. The best Chicago Cubs game? Yep. Like, ever. Ever. Which, for Philadelphia fans. Are you talking about the one that... 24-23? No. Oh. The one in 2016 when we went Wait, to see the Brewers and Cubs oh, on the rooftop and did three Eagles chants <laughs> at the top of our lungs and Barstool Sports covered it. There you go. So the, the opposing pitcher that lost to Cole Hamels that day was Jake Arrieta. Yes, he was. All right, so he lost to the Phillies on that day, okay, from... That was his only loss... Over a 31 start stretch from June 21st, 2015 yep. to May 31st, 2016, he had no, he had more no hitters than games lost during that span. That's that's amazing. You're right, incredible he had two, right? Incredible. He had two. All right, thank you all for coming out again today uh, to visit us here at Bud Light Baseball Brunch down here, at 1100 Social Xfinity Live, and listening to us wherever you are. Uh, for Craig Quimby Chanowski, John Jansen back in studio slash Phillies broadcaster Greg Murphy. I'm Chris Sack, and like a three-one pitch to Ryan Howard, we are out of here, baby. Enjoy. The rest of your Sunday and go fills. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.